Blog Talk Radio. Mommy, I hear the baby crying. Help me, all the words she's implying. Where have I been while my world has been dying? Lord, teach me. Oh! 
Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Just uh, taking some time in the chat room, just chatting with our friend Rosemary from Australia. Uh, God bless you, Rose. We're praying for you and just believing the Lord to bless you this season of your life. And just glad you're you're back around. Uh, good to have you here. Just want to send a prayer out to B eighty eight one eight. God bless you. Just uh, pray the will of God be done in your life and his kingdom come into your life. You know, this is the deal. Whether you're pre-trib or post-trib or or whatever your position is on the rapture, listen, the bottom line is Jesus loves his people. God's made a way of salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And the issue, the real issue is, is are you born again? Have you been... Uh, have you given your heart to Christ? Have you allowed the Holy Spirit to come into your life? Do you have a relationship with him? Do you hear his voice? That's the issue. You know, I believe that my personal belief, uh, whether it's pre or post-trip, I believe there's going to be a time when some will go and some will stay. Some will be spared from some certain tribulation and tragedy. On the On the flip side of that, there will be some that have to go through some circumstances and situations. But, you know, God says he doesn't give us more than we can handle. God says he doesn't put on us more than we can bear. And that there's laid up for us a crown of righteousness if we'll overcome, if we'll endure, if we'll trust him. So, you know, my my position on it is this, is God's will be done, his kingdom come. And the Lord does whatever he pleases, and it's not our place to know and to decide, yes, we're supposed to know the times and seasons, 
but it's not our place to decide who sits with him. It's not our place to decide when it happens. It's not our place to decide exactly how it happens. The Bible itself says that, you know, there's not enough room in the Bible to explain everything in full detail, not even the works that Christ did, let alone the prophets before him or after him or the things that took place that are recorded in the word. So, you know, we just pray God's kingdom come and his will be done, that the Lord would anoint his people and open their ears to hear his voice, that they would have eyes to see from his heavenly perspective, that they would know his heart, that they would know his mind concerning the people and the situations and the circumstances surrounding their lives. And that's our prayer. That's our heart. And so if you know him, God bless you. If you don't know him, it's it's a good season. It's a good time to get to know him. Ask him to come into your life. Repent of your sins. If you're away from him, if you're back, listen, come to him. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray your blessing upon every person tonight, every man, every woman, every child, every teenager. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. Lord, that you would just show them your heart. Show them your heart, Lord. Show them how to say what you say, Lord. Show them, like Jesus said, Lord. He said he only speaks what he hears the Father speaking. He only prays what you show him to pray. He only does what you tell him to do. And help us to be like that, Lord. Help us to have that heart. Help us to have that attitude. Let that same attitude, that same mind that's in Christ be in us. We just declare the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. So listen, you know, talking about prayer that breaks through, prayer that gets results, I I many times go over the topic of prayer on the show. Why? Because listen, that's our life force. It's one of the most neglected Christian duties out there. And listen, the Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. And it's about waiting on the Lord, learning how to wait in his presence learning how to stay in his presence. Listen, there's something that happens. There's something that takes place in his presence that doesn't take place anywhere else. Listen, in his presence, your fears fade. Your doubts diminish. Whatever flaws are in the the plans that you make, God will expose them and show you his plans and his heart. Waiting in his presence brings strength into your life. The Bible says, wait on the Lord, and he will strengthen you. Waiting in his presence brings joy when you're walking through discouragement, when you're walking through heaviness. Listen, the Bible says, put on the garment of praise, and that the praise brings his presence, and in his presence there's fullness of joy. And so this breakthrough prayer is coupled with praise and worship and adoration of the living God. There's a there's a saying that an attitude of gratitude goes a long way, and it's the same way in God's kingdom. He says, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your hearts. How are you going to get into the courts and into the gates of the Lord? How are you going to get into that place where his Holy Spirit rules and reigns? How is the Holy Spirit going to come into your life unless you invite him in, unless you are, are, are thankful? That's, that's how he comes in, is, is on the... Wings of gratitude. 
on the wings of thankfulness. That's how his presence comes in. And listen, there's something about allowing his spirit to come in. We wait on his presence. We wait on his spirit for direction. The Bible says that we live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth, right? We're not just talking about Bible doctrine words, but we're talking about when the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts. When the Lord's leading us in that place of prayer, Romans 8 tells us that the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings and utterances. It says, when we don't know what to pray as we ought, the Holy Spirit does the praying. And many times for many believers, we always thought that made reference about speaking in tongues or praying in tongues, which in one instance it may, but in another instance, it's praying according to the mind of God. It's praying according to the mind of the Spirit. It's praying according to the Word. The Holy Spirit's job is to bring to remembrance, to call to remembrance the words that the Father has spoken, the words that Jesus has spoken, those words that the Holy Spirit has brought to your heart. Even in times past, it's his job to bring them back up, bring them to your remembrance so that you can regurgitate them or re, uh, meditate on them, ruminate, ponder, and stay on them. Why? Because whatever you think in your heart is what you become. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Listen, what happens when you stay on the negative report? What happens when you focus on the sickness and disease? What happens when you focus on the lack or the poverty? It brings it into your life. It settles it into your life. It it brings a a settling of those things down in your spirit, down in your mind, and eventually that's what you get. But what happens when you begin to meditate on the Word of God? You begin to say what God says. You begin to declare and speak what God is declaring and speaking. You know, Isaiah said in the 50, uh, what is it, 53rd or 54th chapter, who has believed Who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And there's a time in your life when you'll get many reports from many different people and you'll have to make a decision. You'll have to make a choice whose reports you're going to believe. You're going to have to make a choice or a decision whose word you're going to stand on. Who is going to have the defining word, the defining moment over your life? And you need to get it settled down in your heart, the word of the Lord. Why? Because once things are settled in your heart, they get settled and rooted into your life. And once it's rooted into your life, listen, it's a lot harder to dig up and break up and and, uh, uproot things out of your life than to settle and deal with the issues before they get fixed, before it becomes permanent, before it becomes a habit, before it becomes your way of life. You know the term set in your ways. Oh, they're just set in their ways. Listen, many people are set in their ways, but there's a way that seems right. But, you know, God says the end of it is death. But the Lord's ways, it's the ways of the Lord that stand. It's the words of the Lord that the flowers fade. The grass withers. Listen, the hills will melt. The things will be brought low under the presence of the Lord, under the hand of God. That's why they call it the great and terrible day of the Lord, because on one hand it's great for his people, 
for those that are not in line with his kingdom, for those things that are not in order with what God is speaking and declaring and doing, it's a terrible thing. That's why there's so much striving and consternation in your life when things are out of place and things are out of order with the word of God. Listen, it becomes a, a striving and a hard thing. You feel the, the tug and the pull of it. Something just doesn't seem right. What is that? That's the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, trying to convict you of your sin and convince you of his righteousness. That's the Holy Spirit trying to lead you in the right path, the straight path, the plain path. Make your crooked path straight so that your feet walk and they don't slip and they don't stumble. Why? Because God wants you to walk in paths of righteousness. Why? For his name's sake, he's the good shepherd, leading you through the valley of the shadow of death. But how are you going to get through the valley of the shadow of death if you don't understand the plain paths and the straight paths that the Lord has to walk with you through, that the Lord wants to lead you on? Why? For his name's sake, because he's a good God. He wants to bless you and reward you for diligently seeking him. So what is breakthrough prayer? Breakthrough prayer is prayer that gets results. What gets results? God's word. What gets results? Saying what God is saying. What gets results? Find out what God is saying about the thing. Find out what God is saying about your job, about your home about your spouse, about your children, about your future spouse, about your financial situation, about your neighbors, about your family, whoever it is, find out what God is saying about those people. Find out what God is saying about your present situation. And then begin to apply his word. The Bible tells you to call things not as though they are. What does that mean? That means when something is out of order in your life, When something is not in agreement with God, you need to begin to speak over it. You need to begin to talk it through. You need to begin to talk it out and speak it into alignment. Call those things forth to shift. You see, there's creative power in your words, life and death in the power of your tongue. And when you speak, you eat the fruit out of it. Well, it's very important that you hide God's word in your heart. Why? Because it comes out. It comes out. It comes out. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. You've got to get these principles rooted and grounded in your life. I've got to get these things rooted and grounded in my life. Why? It's vital to one, our existence. It's vital to survival. It's vital vital to preservation. Not only for people, but for the, the future generations that come up under the things of God. They've got to be a generation that knows the voice of the Father. A generation that can communicate and connect and and understand the plans of the Father. We need to know what he, what's God saying about a thing. And are we saying it? Are we praying it? And are we not only believing it, but are we receiving it into our lives? God is calling us to break through prayer. It's it's prayer. Look, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. What does that mean? We need to have his righteousness. It's it's your breastplate in the armor. It's, it's his righteousness. It's seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's 
Jesus did, uh, Hebrews tells us, he walked in the power of the Spirit and he did all kinds of miracles according to the Spirit of holiness. Jesus said, be holy as I'm holy. What does that mean? Be set apart, be consecrated unto God. Does that mean everything in your life is perfect? No. That means whatever you do, you do it wholeheartedly unto God. You separate it, you consecrate it, you do it unto God. Check and make sure it's got God's approval on it. And if it doesn't, then make a point to, to ask God to help you get it out of your life. Whatever it is in your life that doesn't agree with God, get it out. Why? It'll hinder your prayers. Anything that disagrees with God, anything that keeps you from the plans of God or keeps you from God's people, get it out of your life. Why? It'll keep your prayers from getting answered. Listen. When we're walking in the Spirit, that's what gets our prayers answered. When we're walking in righteousness, listen, God said, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name, that means God's people that have his name in their lives, Listen, if my people who are called by my name, Jesus says, will turn from their wicked ways. Listen, there's there's a turning. There's a consecration. There's a, there's a yielding to God, the things that he asks you for. And we're all going through that on different levels in different areas. We need to refine our lives. We need to examine ourselves. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to bring some scrutiny into our lives to show us those things. What's what's keeping our prayers from being? Maybe it's unforgiveness. Maybe it's the wrong attitude towards people. Maybe it's bitterness. Maybe it's not being able to release people that have hurt you or done wrong to you. Listen, maybe it's a wrong attitude towards your Heavenly Father. Maybe you don't see Him as a father. Maybe you've got a wrong image. Or maybe you've got a wrong self-image. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So you need to find out what is God speaking about yourself. What is God speaking about people? What is God telling you to do? What is God telling you to say or to pray? And begin to do those things. In the second chapter of Psalm, David said, I will declare and decree what the Lord has said unto me. It goes on to begin to declare, Thou art my son, this day have begotten me. Ask me, and I'll give you the uttermost parts of the earth for your inheritance. He continues, and I'm just paraphrasing. Meditate on Psalm 2. Realize, listen, there's something powerful about saying what God says. There's something powerful about declaring God's word over people and over yourself and over your present situation. You have the power to turn your situation around. The Bible says the worlds were framed, what, by the word of God? Which means you frame out your world. You frame out your existence. You frame out your future by what comes out of your mouth. You determine what comes into your future. God gave you the steward of it. God gave you the power and the ability of it. God gave you, God gave it to you. We all wait and want God to change it, and God's waiting for us to speak to our mountain. Jesus didn't say, okay, I'll speak to your mountain. No, he said, you speak to the mountain, and you'll have whatever you say. You'll have whatever you say. You'll have whatever you say. That's what the 
in reference to speaking to the mountains, Jesus said, you'll have whatever you say. Think about that. Not whatever spiritual things you say, not whatever good things or holy things you say, but whatever you say. So find out what you're saying. Find out what you're speaking over people. Find out what you're speaking over your finances or over your future or over your family or over your whatever it is, over your health. If you want things to change, you begin to speak into it. You begin to pray into it. You begin to say what God says about it. And you continue to do so until you see it change. People say, well, how long should I pray about something? There's an old acronym called PUSH. You know, we're to press in or push in. We're to press through. You've heard that term, pray through. The way we pray through is we push. We pray until... Something happens, P-U-S-H. You pray until something happens, and you don't stop. It may take days. It may take months. It may take years. But you keep trusting God that God is faithful. God is faithful. You don't stop. All right, so praise God. It's a breakthrough prayer. We're just kind of skimming the surface. We'll get back into things. If you're in the chat room, I'm actually away from the chat room at the present moment. So just uh, speaking a blessing over everybody in the chat room tonight. If you're listening by archive, God bless you. Continue to do so. We will be making some changes this year. Also, we'll be having some live uh, meetings that we'll try to broadcast and upload on the show in the future. Uh, not, not just the radio show, but on our website. So if you want to, check out the website, www.prayerinternational.org, or uh, email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Ustream, blogger.com, blog talk radio, whatever uh, media stream you can reach us by, and I'm sure we've got something for you to help you grow in the Lord. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for the power of the the living word. We thank you, Lord, that you gave us the power to speak. You gave us the power to do things the way you do things, Lord. And, Father, we, we thank you, Lord God. We can pray and say what you say. We pray right now for every person to have an understanding of your mind and your heart and your words and your desires for them. Lord God, help us to encounter you in a real and living way. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. That Lord God, you're touching hearts and you're touching lives and you're drawing us closer to yourself. We declare tonight, Father, you are the provider. Meet everybody's needs. We rebuke lack and poverty off of their lives and pray, Lord God, abundance that you would supply all of their needs according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, we pray for everybody's physical bodies and their mental condition right now. We pray for your your Holy Spirit, to bring healing mentally and physically to them. We declare that the blood of Jesus is speaking over their bodies and minds, that by your stripes they are healed, that your covenant for them is healing and wholeness, and we just declare that right now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, Lord God, for everybody's families, for their marriages, for their children, for their parents, 
for their brothers, sisters. Lord, we pray for those that are believing for salvation and deliverance and healing to come to their household. We stand in agreement right now. We pray for every ministry represented here, Lord God, that you would raise up five-fold ministers, raise up intercessors, raise up those that would be soul winners, Lord, not only in the church, but in their place of work, in their place of business, Lord, among their friends and family. Lord, let your gospel be preached. Let your glory cover all the earth like the waters cover the sea. We just ask this in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for touching every person and being with us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Prayer International Radio. And we just want to give you praise, Lord, and we just want to thank those of you that are with us tonight. We're just going to go out in in a word of worship. You gave 